I've had a goal for more than 10 years. My goal was to run a 5K. I've always been the fat girl, the one who drew red at doing the mile in gym class because I knew I would finish last. Everybody was faster, fitter than I was. It seemed impossible to even complete a mile. And for a lot of my adult years, just running a mile without taking breaks was impossible. I was totally unfit and unhealthy. So ever since I was in high school, I really felt stuck. I felt a lot of shame in who I was, especially my inability to be what everybody else seemed to be. Have you ever been there? Have you ever felt that melancholy feeling, that guilt, that want for more, but you just feel so stuck like the wall ahead of you is as high as the Empire State Building? Yet the one thing that has always been there is my desire to be better. I always wanted it and I always felt like maybe it could be possible. It just seemed like it was a massively long road to hoe. And ironically enough, it was. Almost 10 years from the moment that I decided to download the Couch to 5K app and start training to be able to run three miles without stopping, I finally achieved that goal. Getting unstuck can take years as it did for me. Lots of hard work, focusing on all different aspects of the lifestyle that I was seeking to implement for myself. There were a lot of I can'ts, I won'ts, I will never. And it made me realize that we can get stuck so easily when what we want conflicts with what we know, what we've experienced, what is normal and comfortable. We ignore reality. We ignore our feelings because we don't want to fail. There was even one point where I was able to run about two miles, I was so close to my goal. I was like within weeks of my goal and I just stopped. The enormity of that barrier is enough to say, screw it, it ain't worth it. But that's what I really wanna dive into today. I wanna talk about getting unstuck and taking your first step toward the thing that you want, the, the stuff that your heart's desire is made of to start to put out that flame of guilt and shame or dissatisfaction or even heartache that you may be feeling. You know why? Because you matter and your desires matter. You are worth it. Welcome to the Incognito Athlete Podcast. I am your host, Erica. Welcome to my 100 pound weight loss journey podcast. Who am I? I am someone, maybe just like you, who is out to make change in my life. I want to live a happier and healthier life. Over the last several years, I have unlocked the mystery behind weight loss. It is all in our mindset. Now, as a wellness mindset coach, I am making it my mission to share all of the lessons and tips that I have learned along the way from my own experiences and those of my clients with you who might be tired of that weight loss roller coaster and is ready for a one-way ticket to your own life of health and happiness. And there is no better way to start than talking about getting unstuck. These are the feelings that nobody wants to talk about. They're unpleasant. We wanna be happy. We want to project good energy, right? Yet underneath it all, these are the things that make up a lot of our day and contribute to sleepless nights. Except it doesn't have to. As I said earlier, it took me almost more than a decade 
to get over this one barrier, this one little goal, this one little aspect of my life. And that's why I'm here, because I want to share with you anything that's going to help make your journey shorter and more successful than my own. And so today I'm going to talk about how to get unstuck and take your very first step toward the life that you actually want, the one that's going to make you happy and to diffuse those feelings of guilt, shame, and unhappiness. And there are three short exercises to get you there. First is to decide what's not working for you. Second is to shake it up and make a commitment to change. The third is to devise a plan. Let's go ahead and dissect these a little bit, okay? So first of all, again, decide what's not working. If you are feeling that discomfort, sometimes facing that alone can feel really hard. You don't want to look at it. You don't want to face it. It's kind of like pulling out the sundress after you know you've been eating yourself happy all winter and it's not going to fit you. But until we look it square in the eyes and we acknowledge what it is that is not working for you, what is making you unhappy, then nothing can be done about it. So it doesn't have to be some public uh, declaration. This could just be something in the privacy of your own home, your own room. You just take a little bit of time and really sit with yourself. This is like a very cool exercise, actually, like to get to know yourself. What is pissing you off? What is making you unhappy? What is not okay with you? It could be as simple as the, the food that's in your cupboards. Maybe you know the food is not making you feel good, but yet you're still stuck on it anyway. That's okay. I've been there too. Like we get stuck sometimes. Acknowledging that discomfort, that unpleasantry of it is how you're going to be able to walk through that gateway toward change. Maybe it doesn't even have to do with food. Maybe you don't feel like you have enough time. You know, look at your days. What time are you getting up? What time are you going to bed? Are you affording yourself the time for yourself? Does that mean changing your days? Have you always told yourself you're not a morning person, but maybe you've never actually given it a shot? I mean, what 16-year-old is a morning person, right? But what about when you're 26, you're 36, 56? Maybe you're different now. Maybe there is a possibility that you can extend your day and explore the mornings. These are just some examples, okay? I want to just get your mind going in some directions so that you can start to explore what feels uncomfortable with you and what is contributing to those, those negative feelings that you don't want to be there anymore. Okay, number two, shake it up and make a commitment to change. This is bold, people. Doing something totally different, for example, waking up at like 5 or 6 a.m. to do a workout is shaking it up. It might sound ridiculous. You might even have friends that call you straight up crazy. But does it matter to them? Does it matter to you? What matters most is what matters to you, okay? As wild as something seems or feels, maybe it's worth exploring. Shaking it up is a good thing. Trying new things is a good thing. Because as we grow, we have to explore new possibilities. I mean, that's what we did as kids. You meet new people, you travel to new cities or countries, you might go to school and explore new occupations. Why not do it as an adult? And it's never too late. We can shake things up anytime in our life. 
one of the most amazing women that I ever met was a, a British woman um, I met in Prague when I was there getting my teaching English as a foreign language certificate. She had like 50 years on me and she was there getting her teaching certificate too. She had just come from teaching English in Togo in Africa. She was taking charge of her life in her golden years. She was shaking it up and she was committed to that change just as I did when I started my weight loss journey at almost 280 pounds. I couldn't continue. I was killing myself. So I shook it up and I made a commitment to change and I'm still on that journey. How can you shake things up? What little thing can you do to make a change? And what commitment are you willing to make for yourself? Once you have that thing, that even a small thing, again, like maybe not buying candy anymore, you make that commitment to yourself. Make the statement and say like, candy does not serve me. I am choosing foods that are healthier for me and that make my body feel good. Then once you have that commitment, that's when you can start to devise number three, making your plan. I really do believe in this, okay? In all of the learning that I've done around growing your grit, there has to be a plan in place. If you want to get from A to B, what are the steps between it? No one's going to make the plan for you. No one's going to guide you through it. Even hiring a, a coach or a trainer, they can only do so much. We have to stay committed to ourselves and just take the recommendations of these people to get from A to B. And in some cases, you're going to be the only person that knows how to get there. Okay. That's the one thing that I've really learned is I started to put so much trust in other people to help me to know, okay, like what's my nutrition plan? What's my fitness plan? And there's a lot of very talented, knowledgeable people out there. However, I know myself better than anybody. You could go to a trainer and they could start telling you to do, um, a lot of cardio workouts and they're going to urge you to work out in the morning and maybe you're just not there yet, you know, and you start to go down this path of things that you don't enjoy, like maybe running, like getting up early. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, crap, like you don't even want to do this because you don't like it because it's not tailored to you. Do seek the counsel. I can help you. There's lots of other people who can help you. But it's really good for you to know who you are and what you enjoy so that you can have that flexibility too and choose a plan that is more likely to be one of success. Now, as I was thinking about this, there was this quote from the book of Mice and Men that came to mind. The best laid plans of mice and men often go awry. And the meaning behind this is, we can plan our little hearts out, but stuff is still going to happen. And I just think that that's one other little nugget to leave with you when it comes to planning, okay? As strict or flexible as this plan or routine is for you, things will come up. They're not there to sabotage you. Life happens. And so what's really important is for you to have the foundations in place and maybe even have some like backup plans, in fact, I was talking with somebody recently. She wanted to start getting up early. She, her, her whole lifestyle was changing. She was taking on a new job and it was going to change the schedule for her, her husband and her children. And so she's telling me, I want to be able to get up earlier. I can, I want to, 
But I know that sometimes it's going to be difficult if like the baby isn't sleeping at night, I don't sleep well, and you know, sleep deprivation doesn't do well for anybody. So this plan involves her carpooling with her husband and getting up early to get the workout done um, before her whole rest of her day starts. I did tell her though, I said, that's amazing. But what's really great too is you have the backup plan that if you have a really bad night's sleep or if something else happens that you feel like you need a little bit of flexibility, maybe that day you just don't carpool. And so instead of looking at this thing too as like a bunch of restrictions, it's really just a bunch of opportunities. You know, it's kind of like that build your own storybook where you can like choose your path. That's exactly what this is too. You want to get to the end, but there's a bunch of different ways to get there. You just got to find the one that's best for you. So just to summarize, what I'm encouraging you to do is number one, first sit with yourself and decide what's not working. Number two, shake it up and make a commitment to change. And number three, devise a plan that works for you. Doing something like this does take some courage, okay? Like we have to be a little bit brave, speaking of myself, when you're 280 pounds and you're like, damn, I've got like 100 plus pounds to lose. It feels like all the odds are against us when we're pursuing something like that. For that very reason, I devised a challenge that I want to encourage you to consider. I call it the gumption challenge. I created it because sometimes we just need a little bit of help to overcome that fear or uncertainty that comes with changing our life. It is designed to increase our courage or gumption to make that change that's really in our heart of hearts. It's inspired by the 75 hard challenge by Andy Frisella. And for that very reason, this thing is free. Okay. I am just putting it out there with you and our human tendencies in mind. It's a four week guided challenge with lessons to foster fortitude in your will for change, promote pride in who you are and to spark your inner spunk to make the whole experience a whole lot more fun. What does it entail? Here you go. You have to move daily for 30 minutes. So yoga, mobility, and walking are totally acceptable. You need to commit to balanced eating at every meal, consume eight glasses of water a day, commit to no consumption of alcohol, and you get to choose your own commitment of choice. Whatever it is that you think is really going to help you to make this challenge your own. If this is something you're interested in, I encourage you to click the link in the show notes for some more information. I even have an option that will give you even more encouragement and lessons to deepen the experience for yourself. So click the link and check it out. If nothing else, I want you to just stay in action, okay? Every small choice that you make is in favor of your health and happiness. It is a step in the right direction. I'm here to help you recognize those and give yourself the kudos that you deserve every single time you make a choice for yourself. If you need a boost, I am always here to support you. And please know that you tuning in every week is so much encouragement for me. This is a very rewarding thing for me to be able to offer to you. And I just want to be able to be there for you as much as possible. So thank you again for listening. Go out, make it the best day ever, and I will see you next week.